0: Episode 17, Jesus knew he would be rejected. Hello, there, parents and kids. This is Mr. J. I want to welcome you back to another episode of Wise for Salvation. And again, on this podcast, our desire, our hope is that around God's Word, we would have a conversation on this podcast, and then we would leave you with a question to answer together so that you're having conversations around God's Word. 2 Timothy 3.15 tells us that the scriptures are able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And so we'll spend the next few minutes looking at the scriptures together and then leave you with that question to discuss. I'm once again joined by Pastor Nathan today. Uh, So thankful for Pastor Nathan, Miss Amy, and their family here at Open Door and their investment in our kids' ministry. And uh, he shared with us in our last episode, and he's here again, today, and maybe to get uh, to know Pastor Nathan a little bit, uh, I, I want to ask him as we start, Pastor Nathan, what's a maybe a favorite verse or Bible story or Bible character
1: uh, of yours? Mm, great question, Mr. Jay, and it's good to be back. Um, one that comes to mind is a young man by the name of Mephibosheth. So it's a name that's yeah. hard to say, but it's a beautiful story. It's in Second Samuel 4 and Second Samuel 9. I really like the story of Mephibosheth. That's great. Uh, One time when I was in Brazil,
0: uh, I shared that story, but it had to be translated twice Mm. in order to reach the people. And so translating the name Mephibosheth (laughs) twice uh, was not Mm. the best process, but we got through it. Um, Well, welcome back again. It's good to have you here, and that is a great story. And we've got uh, another passage of scripture to talk through today. And so why don't you tell us what the title of our episode is and what we're going to be talking about.
1: All right. The title of this episode is... Jesus knew he would be rejected. And today we'll talk about the narrow gate or the narrow door or the narrow road. Matthew seven thirteen and 14 says, enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. So this past Sunday in Sunday School, we learned about how much Jesus loved Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the capital city of God's chosen people, the Israelites. But in spite of Jesus' great love for them as their king, their savior, their messiah, so many people of the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel rejected Jesus as savior and messiah. And so what happened with the nation of Israel and the way that they rejected Jesus, this is an example of how it is with all the people of the world, with most of humankind. Most people reject Jesus as king. Most people do not believe in Jesus as their Savior and Lord. Most people do not follow Jesus with their lives. And so, why is that? Well, to get that answer, we need to go all the way back to the very, very beginning of the Bible, the book of Genesis, because there we meet Adam and Eve, and they were the very first human beings to not trust what God told them. The first ones to not trust that God loved them and knew what was best for them. And they sinned when they were tempted by the serpent, ate the fruit of the tree that God had told them not to eat. And this was the first time the love of God was rejected. But ever since that day in the garden, every human being who has ever been born is born rejecting God. Now, you might be thinking, Mr. Nathan, do you mean that even little two-year-olds are already rejecting God? Yes, they are. You may have noticed, for example, that two-year-olds disobey their parents and even throw tantrums sometimes. Disobedience and tantrums are sin, and to sin is to reject God. So everyone, all of us, are born rejecting God already. We don't have to go to school to learn how to sin and reject God. We don't have to study about it in a book or watch a YouTube video. We are born in sin, born rejecting God. And this is one reason Jesus calls the gate or the road of rejecting God, the wide road that leads to destruction. So many people are on that wide road. Meanwhile, the way that leads to life is very narrow. There aren't nearly as many people on the narrow road. Think about this. We have a highway here in Raleigh, all across the state of North Carolina and beyond. It's Interstate 40, and it's a very wide road, and there are a lot of cars on it. And this highway... 40 is easier to travel on there's not a lot of curves there aren't any red lights you can drive at a higher speed but if you're going to get to a beautiful cabin in the mountains for example you can take the wide highway where everyone else is to get there you have to take the tiny winding narrow road now what if somebody who was traveling to this mountain cabin said i don't want to take the hard narrow road i like interstate 40 it's easier Look, there are a lot of other people on this wide road. Well, they could say that and stay on the wide road, but the road to the cabin is the narrow road. So, of course, as long as they stay on the wide road, they'll never get to the mountain cap. The road to rejecting God, the road to destruction is wide. There are a lot of people on it. There are not as many people on that narrow road of trusting Jesus, but that narrow road is the only way to life. It's the only way to be in God's kingdom the only way to heaven sin is one way of rejecting god there are some other ways to be on the wide road one way is to try to save yourself and a lot of people do this they think things like if i'm nice to people if i try really hard to be really good and if i make up for my bad days by having more good days then i can work my way to god i can save myself well, the problem with this is that this is also rejecting God because God is holy and we can never be pure enough or good enough to save ourselves. God's way of salvation is through faith in Jesus alone to save us. Only Jesus was good enough. Trying to be good enough to save ourselves is a way of rejecting God. It's the wide road that leads to destruction. Trusting in Jesus to save us is the narrow road. And then another way of rejecting God is by pretending like we don't need to be saved. This is when someone might say something like, well, yeah, I might sin sometimes, but I'm not perfect, but I'm not that bad. I'm pretty good most of the time. I'm not near as bad as some people at my school or in my neighborhood or people I see on the news. So while some people are trying to save themselves by being good, others are saying I don't need to be saved from anything because I'm not that bad. Not repenting of our sin, trying to save ourselves, thinking we don't need to be saved. Boys and girls, all of this is part of the wide road. And all of these things are very, very common. Repenting and turning from sin and trusting Jesus for forgiveness and to save us from our sin, this isn't nearly as common. It's because it's the narrow gate that Jesus told us about, the narrow way that leads to life. Open-door families, we must be saved from our sin. We cannot save ourselves. We must repent and turn from our sin and trust in Jesus to save us. And it is our great honor and privilege to trust in Christ alone to save us, to enter that narrow gate, and then to walk that narrow road as Jesus, our Savior, walks along with us. He's there every step of the way. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus thank you for the narrow way of salvation through faith in him. I pray that you would help us to believe, help us to faithfully walk the narrow way. And please burden us for the people in our lives who are still on the wide road, still trying to save themselves, or still thinking that they don't need to be saved. I pray that you'd help us to be faithful witnesses of your gospel, help us to demonstrate your grace and love to everyone around us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you again so much, Pastor Nathan, for leading us in that time in God's Word. And now uh, we want to leave you with a question uh, to discuss as a family. Here it is. How is your family's attitude, activities, schedule, and lifestyle different because you are on the narrow road? I'll ask it one more time. How is your family's attitude, activities, schedule, and lifestyle different because you are on the narrow road.